This week's Mob Rules is brought to you by the Fabricator General's Unique Cancer Kiosk. Are you serving in this Qatari? Has traveling through the irradiated wastes of Mars riddled your body with numerous and varied incurable carcinomas? Are you worried that you will no longer be able to serve the machine god to your greatest potential? Worry no longer! By giving yourself a once-over at the Fabricator General's unique cancer kiosk, you can scan what's left of your organic body for tumors and have those old, tired, biological organs replaced with something bionic and shiny. Lump in your rump? Go fuck yourself until that rump is as smooth as a cyber cherub's bump. We have lots of kiosks. Yeah. Oh, we, we have lots. Of, I will turn down this music and not Dave. <laughs> hey. I, I chose the safe. wrong channel. That's Probably an interesting. Pod, yeah, that's, that's an interesting podcast idea. Yeah. But <laughs> from what I found out is, even if you turn down the levels here, then you can still hear us talk about it. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Hey, welcome to Mob Rules, episode eighty-three. Or did I get that wrong? Eighty-two. Uh, yeah, I, st- no, I stopped counting. Yeah, I stopped counting. Episode eighty something. We've been here for uh, almost three years now. In fact, I think August is our three-year anniversary. Man, eighty-three was a good year, though, right? Yeah, eighty-three. Yeah. yeah, it was a great year. Yeah, it was a good. It was a great. <laughs> I get where you're going now. We're both old men. Um, I, of course, am John, joined as always by uh, my Dave. He was Danny. born in the seventy. Yeah. In 1970s, if you listen to the people that know me. Uh, yeah, in the 1970s. Okay. Jerk. <laughs> okay. <It's, laughs> I mean, isn't it's that a, what I said? Get off I, my lawn, Danny. Did I, did I say, that, did I just say generic 70s? Oh, I thought you said 1970. No, I said Black. 1770s. And oh, said I said, oh, I said, yeah, 1970, like 70. Oh. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, we're on the same yeah. page. All right, good deal. Hey, Danny. Hey. <laughs> hey, I'm here too. Yeah, Woo. <clears throat> yeah, good, uh, good stuff. Kiosks are very popular when a lot of fun cuss words end in K. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just so glad we're getting so many good sponsors. I, I know. Mean, yeah, right. I mean, that's yeah. a high. That's like a big name, right? Right. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's classic. Who would have thought that we could be able to say that? Yeah. I can't wait to get a smooth rump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want my man. I want my man help to be smooth. Hey, Dave, what you been up to? Uh, (laughs) Well, I when does this uh, launch? Okay, uh, good. Not not tomorrow. (laughs) This launch is on the tenth. Oh, what have you been up to, Dave? All right, so I've been playing a ton of Kill Team. Actually, you have. Um, That's awesome. I've been building tons of kill teams and designing different kill team uh, groups and um, not getting around to painting them because I've been playing so many games of kill team and doing other stuff with my family. So yeah, I don't know that. I mean, I've just kind of been chilling, working on, working on my hobby, doing some video stuff, getting everything ready to uh, yeah. produce more, more content for uh, uh, tabletop plus and just in general, having a good time working on a kill team Twitter challenge. Nice. I saw the Crimson Fists. Yeah. That, those, those guys look slick, dude. I like yeah. some of the conversions you have in I there. figured you'd choose a good chapter, but, you know. Well, since there's no chapter tactics currently, I figured, you know, I have never painted a Crimson Fist, so it works out for me. It's like an Ultramarine with red trim. Well, I think it's I think it's an Imperial Fist with so, red trim. Yeah, no, so it's, it, you, it's the same color as an Ultramarine, but you have to wash it black first. 
<laughs> to darken the darken it yeah. up. Yeah. Null oil. Oh, yeah. A null oiled ultramarine is a crimson fist. <laughs> the only difference is if you put an orc <laughs> on the table, for some reason it throws itself in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my one weakness. Oh no, oh. <laughs> orcs. My one weakness. <laughs> That's why I figured I better get this out of the way before the codex drops. And then Wait, in Rin's world, didn't they shoot themselves to death? Who the what? crimson fists? Weren't they like killed by their own guys? Yeah, it was an accident. Like there was some kind of uh, missile malfunction at their okay. chapter fortress. Black library with imperial fists and successors. It's just the hell. Oh, there's been a terrible accident. <laughs> In- unless unless they're black templars, dude. Yeah. Well, their entire chapter. It's not is a an real accident. chapter anyway. Yeah, it's an accident. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what I've been up to. Uh, what about you, Daddy? Um, let's see here. So I have been. Uh, playing some ga- a decent amount of games. Uh, I played in two tournaments, actually. So, uh, as my wife lovingly pointed out to me, it, I've been playing in a tournament every Saturday for an entire month. So, <laughs> this next she Saturday, she, she is... Married. Yeah, no, yeah. And so, this next Saturday, she requested... This next Saturday is the MJ's ITC, isn't it? Yeah, I'm skipping that one. Uh, are you I'm, sure? Y- yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it's it's $40 <laughs> in price support or a divorce paperwork, which I know from past experiences like a 50 60 buck filing fee. So, yeah. It's so a saving of $20. Not, not worth it. <laughs> Plus half my miniatures. <laughs> Oh man, you didn't get a prenup? <laughs> oh no, no Danny! You in case fool. he's smart enough to know the ones you actually want to keep, <laughs> they're the ones that are painted. Here's your rank and file, Bretonians. Yeah. Have fun, <laughs> fun with these. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So I've been I've been working on that. I built a bunch of Harlequins. Uh, we'll go over tournament stuff later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, I've been reading uh, a, a Black Library novel. Well, first of all, I read. I've already read all the the Eisenhorn books, but after we did the report, I just read all the rest of them, and then I read all the Ravner books, and then I read the Magos short story compilation, and then I read Beekwin. So I literally read like all of that entire series. Oh, we um, make us look like slackers. <laughs> and then I also I started uh, War of Secrets, um, which is a, like a Dark Angels Primaris novel, which has some interesting... That sounds really oh, good, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the term secrets in war. Yeah, <laughs> those are two things that the Dark Angels excel at. Well, one of those things. <laughs> they excel at secrets, yeah. Yeah. Do they excel and tre- at secrets? Tre- I mean, treachery. everybody knows about Fallen, and that's supposed to be like a huge secret, so. <laughs> so just go to war then? Uh, well, yeah. Well, primary. <laughs> yeah. oh. oh, shoot. Now you can ignore oh, that. Well, it's break that. time, aren't Okay, yeah. Right. I was I was ready to take a nap. That's <laughs> what I usually do in the commercial breaks. Well, it's because our commercial breaks are like two hours long. We just, John just edits them together later. <laughs> Well, I mean, mine are because I'm old. But well, your naps are two hours long. <clears throat> See, the fun thing is, I'm going to keep this conversation in the podcast. Oh, totally. But I'll, I'll actually cut the advert out. So yeah, people. Just, oh, yeah, the yeah, magic yeah. of the magic. radio. Yeah, podcasting. the more you know. Behind the scenes stuff, John. Come on. You got to um, just make me seem crazy instead. No, mm-hmm. we wouldn't do that. No, you do that yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's pretty much what I'm up to. John, what have you been up to? Well, uh, getting on that train after we did our Eisenhorn podcast, um, I waited for my Audible credit to refill. And I, <laughs> uh, last week, picked up uh, Malleus, 
nice. the second one there and I started listening to that there um, I enjoyed it. it's the same narrator as well as the Toby Longhorn guy so it's all his very, voice is so smooth so good it's like yeah silk it's, it's very good so I'm, I'm having fun with that and kind of like I own all the Ravener books I've not necessarily read them yet but like it's nice to kind of hear his name get mentioned a bunch oh yeah especially and, in yeah. the second one right? yeah 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 so so yeah I'm, I'm about to prologue into the second one and Ooh. I've already heard like Eisenhorn have a little man crush in Ravener like hardcore um he's a beautiful man spoiler i haven't read it yet come on um <laughs> well was yeah <laughs> uh i've been uh locked down in the the mob rules editing dungeon uh for the last two weeks pretty much yep we chained um, him up in there yeah. it was not pretty he begged he said some things that he would do to get out and none of them were None of them are appropriate to air. What I super appreciate, though, is... Have you, have you listened to our podcast before? It's, it got to be really bad. To, uh, we can't air it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. What's uh, What's been super nice, though, is all of the feedback we've been getting on YouTube has been uh, rules-based and not... Uh, uh, Visual based. Oh yeah, like they're not complaining. They're about not how complaining good it about is. my shitty camera yeah, angles or, or things like that. So so that's that's man, like, that makes me happy. Well, no, that means you're doing an awesome job. Yeah, man. yeah. Looks like we'll have to bust out the dungeon again. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I have uh, one more kill team battle report to edit. Man, I'm um, excited and about then that after one. that, I have like a special little 40k game that you, uh, Dave and Danny, are going to be playing for me. A special scenario I made up. I told you I'm not going to be naked. So special I don't care what you tools. Say. <laughs> Oh, yes. Mm, yes. I'm very excited about that. So uh, if you listen all the way to the end of our last podcast, congratulations, one. <laughs> Confusing. Uh, for, I don't know why. For real, yeah. Uh, but uh, we, I have started to gather the supplies to play Croupier uh, uh, 40K or Croup Hammer or, or, or something along those lines. It's going to be um, fancy. Yeah, it is. I've, I've, <laughs> it's not going to be fancy because I have constructed two Croupiers out of leftover PVC. Um, Sounds fancy still. I'm going to bedazzle mine. So, so the rules for this battle report are going to be quite simple. I'll give you guys your croupiers to take home and oh, decorate man. as Ooh. you wish. Oh. Um, <laughs> that's that's dangerous, John. But the rules are very simple. Um, you guys will be like six feet away from the table. And you can only move models by croupier. Um, you have to use your off hand. So if you're left-handed, your croupier must be in your right hand. Because your left hand must hold a brandy glass. To swirl around while you make movements. Mm -hmm. Uh, There'll be an independent judge at the table to tell you ranges and distances and things like that. But all of your guys' stuff will be away from the table. So like dice rolls, all that other crap like that is going to be on a table beside you and not near the table. How do we roll dice? Uh, Sorry. Away from the table. I mean, but can (laughs) I put down my croupier to roll dice? Um, no, yeah. no, no. We, have, we should have a dice butler. So, oh yeah, you can have a dice butler. Yeah, we'll have dice butler. I was gonna ask, like my neck, the next thing I could like spit them out or something like that. <laughs> I'd say that is your no, usual <laughs> method of rolling it because <laughs> it's politer to swallow one. Uh, oh, true, that's the difference between like and six. love. <laughs> <laughs> swallow dice and shit out sixes. Um, uh. But no, I think we'll have a dice roller or something. But I, I, I'm not sure. I haven't hashed out all of the details, uh, but I have made the croupiers. So so I'm very excited about that. Mm. Um, I already know what I'm doing with mine. Uh, I've spent some time painting this week as well. I painted yeah. up a, a really rad model that'll look awesome next week. Um, it will. And then I, I've just been theory crafting. I've kind of taken my army list and kind of... I'm going to try to break it down to what I enjoy about it and then making it better. So, so like deconstructed and then reconstructed. Yeah, deconstructing and then reconstructing my mm-hmm. list to kind of like, because I know what I like at the core, but I also want to win. So 
Sure. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like adding some stuff. So every there. time I try to, to deconstruct a list, I start with the stuff, you know, I make a list that I think I like and I play it and I go, all right, well, this worked pretty well, but these were weak. So I end up pulling them out and replacing mm-hmm. them with something else. And then the list evolves over time into a list that isn't anything like what I started with and I end up hating it. Sure. So, so I mean, like for me, like, mm-hmm. um, like I, I, the the list I've been running, like uh, Rangers and Dire Avengers, pretty much, right? A couple right. of hemlocks thrown in there. The core of that list that I enjoy more than anything else is the Dire Avengers and Azerman. So as long as I have that core there, then then I'm good. Like I, I cut down on Ranger squads, I cut down on everything else because the thing I enjoy most is my opponent, like. Oh the, yeah, these are Dire Avengers. They just have a shuriken cannon at strength four. On a six, it's minus three. Okay. Yep. And they're like, oh, okay, that's not too bad. I'll concentrate on the other stuff. But when you kill land raiders in one turn of shooting from Dire Avengers, sure. Yeah. People start to pay attention to that. People start to pay attention to that. So at the same time, I have to keep it fresh as well. So people leave my fucking Dire Avengers alone <laughs> and shoot other things. So that's been kind of nice, especially because I think I've been playing that last list for about three months now. And. I think that's about a good amount of yeah. time for a list um, before yeah. kind of evolving it a little bit or trying to, to change it up a little. I like the idea behind this next iteration. I think it's going to be good. I think so, too. I think I, you're going to make some people sad. We're, we're going to... That, that's the dream. That's, that's, yeah, the, that's, that's the whole goal here is to make people as, sad. As the, the 34th best uh, Azerni player in Ooh. ITC. Mm. I just feel like you don't have enough Harlequins in the uh, current iteration that you're looking at that would make me a harlequin player and therefore very low in the rankings mm. whereas i am like mm. I, I look today literally <laughs> like 34th which is insane because i have one three and oh and then two one twos <laughs> so well uh, just consistency yeah consistency consistently losing the majority of my <laughs> games oh i'm sad um but no so uh, i picked up some dark reapers so i could make my my next iteration happen how many dark and reapers did you buy John? i picked up some dark reapers enough uh, to lose all of his friends <laughs> i picked up 20 um that's which... what you call a large group of dark reapers is an isolation <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I posted up on uh, on Twitter. I put a picture on my Twitter feed of like four boxes of Dark Reapers, and I was like, "You've heard of start collecting Eldar? No, no, you start losing friends." <laughs> and someone replied with, "Oh, I thankfully for people like you, like fielding this, so like I feel better about my Eldar I run like without Dark Reapers and Shining Spears." And I'm just like, "Oh, Shining Spears! I don't run that cheesy shit." <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so I picked up uh, twenty of those. Uh, and kind of, I'm just playing around with like kind of squad side because I've never really used Dark Reapers before. And like everyone says they're great. And like I feel very awful when I'm like, they're okay. There's, there's things I can do to make them better, but you sure. know, they're not as terrible as everyone says they are. They're really, so they're really, really good. Synergistic. In, yeah, okay. Yeah. They're very, very synergistic in uh, uh, Yanari. Yeah. They're probably better in Yanari than they are in Craft Worlds. But uh, they're still. I oh, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the uh, they shoot again and yeah, live, you see, live die repeat. Yeah. You can you can guide them and then have them shoot again. Yeah, which is really really powerful. Oh yeah, for sure. But you know, some of us elder players can't be cheesy and are scum. Yeah, I'm. You know, yeah. Don't don't get me started on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I assembled twenty dark reapers. Um, I, I purchased them as well, and and that's about it, really, outside of tournament stuff, which I know we're going to cover kind of a little later on. Yeah, because we have a lot because of because we have a lot of that. Holy crap! Did we? We're going to talk about three different tournaments did today, we folks. Play competitively. So is it only three? Yeah, it's only three. Yeah, and no, and, you're right, and, it is. and there's a narrative in on two weeks. So yeah, yeah go. F- 
it, yeah. there's a narrative one in there as well. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's yeah. not all like hardcore tournament players, unless you're John. Yeah. Then, then, <laughs> Seriously. Then both of the I don't events know what happened there. Played, yeah, I don't know what happened. We've created a monster. Yeah. <laughs> you have, Danny. You, you have. <laughs> you keep um, your paws off me, Danny. I don't want to be great at 40K. Just kidding. Touch me. Uh, okay. Uh, before we head to break, I'm going to play Like, I have a few voicemails I'm going to spread out kind of sporadically throughout the episode this week. Uh, so I'm going to play this one right here before we go to break. Hey, Mob Rules voicemail. I just want to know when John's going to stop being such a big fucking chicken and get in one of these bat wraps. Thanks, guys. <laughs> wow, okay. So so that was that. Um, oh, that's a legit request so what's, right there. What's up, bitch? What are you going to play in the yeah. bat wrap? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> okay. So, so one of the reasons I can stay sane, so roughly, again, behind the curtain here, like the way we shoot our bat wraps, every yeah. minute of screen time, is about three minutes of editing. So for like that hour bat rap, I have to watch and edit three hours of footage and it's way more exciting for me if I haven't seen the game. <laughs> sure. Um, I don't know. It sounds like an excuse. It is. It absolutely is an excuse. Uh, I don't have painted models. Uh, my dice don't show well on camera. Um, right. Is that all of them? That's yeah, do you two. Got any, that's two. You've got, you, you don't like the way your voice sounds? I don't like my, the way my voice sounds. Even uh-huh. though I spend um, <laughs> hours and hours uh-huh. editing my voice uh, <laughs> a week. Anything else? I'm gonna, you're going to need a five-pack to get out of this voicemail, I think. Here, You're going to need two more. No, I'm going to start playing some battle reports soon here. Awesome. Uh, oh, mainly shit. because like, the that way... That means i got to record more battle reports. <laughs> uh, well, well, mainly because I know we're going to like uh, start branching on doing some different systems other than kill teams. We're going to start doing some yep. 40K and things like that. Um, and mainly the way our system is set up. So the way uh, Phil Glacial Geek films things is, you know, he has the the one camera focused on the models, dice rolls, and things like that because his opponent doesn't have to be a part. He doesn't want to put that um, quote unquote internet fame on his opponent. Sure. Um, whereas our setup here is, if you're playing, you have a camera in your face for the whole game. Yeah, it's pretty um, brutal, which is pretty intense. Yeah. Um, which you know, not everyone is going to like. Sure, that makes so, sense. Yeah, um, I will be playing more just because you know it's not fair for me to subject this to people and then be like, "Ah, oh, fuck, I ain't played." Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, it's fair. <laughs> you you can do it. It's just you could, yeah, yeah. But but no, I'll definitely kind of be getting into more of the battle reports as we branch out. Um, mainly just as we're editing and kind of finding our feet in this new visual realm. Um, a lot of my time and attention is being taken for kind of how can I best present these assholes. Welcome to Mob Rules YouTube channel. Where we are like a newborn baby deer, stretching our that was beer a cherry coke for the first time. No, it's not. <laughs> Shut up, you paps blue beer drinker. Paps blue. It's John's horror. fifth beer since it's, we started. If I don't say the last word, yeah. If I don't say the last word, we don't have to pay them for it. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah, quality. It's just, um, but yeah, so so yeah, I will be in more, and I'm going to start being a, a giant pussy. Uh, so thank you for your. <laughs> Your question. Um, yeah. It was really uplifting voicemail. Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, we I enjoyed it because it wasn't Dave Sucks. So <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> Fingers crossed they come. Fingers crossed they come. Dude, I'm the best. I took first place at another tournament. First off, stop with the thunder and lightning. You don't impress me. And second, let me check out the BCP rankings. And I don't see you on there. What? Your TO needs to download the Best Coast Pairings app and run events on it. After the event, the results are uploaded into BCP rankings, and the best part, it's easy and free. But I play multiple game systems. No big deal. The BCP app can be used 
for any game. A ton of events every weekend are using it, from major international tournaments to local stores. And now that it's available on Android devices, you're going to have some serious competition. There can be only one. BCP Rankings is a fun and exciting way to measure how you or your team stack up. No matter what you play, your score goes to an overall ranking. Or compete to be the best in a game, a circuit, a region, or the world. Download the app or visit www.bestcoastpairings.com for more info. Best Coast Pairings. Are you the best? 34th and Eldar. <laughs> oh, man, I got to check what my rankings are for... Well, let me check that right now Something. while you guys talk about tournament stuff, because uh, I wasn't here for the first one. Oh, you weren't here for the first what? The first tournament? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he was busy traveling to. Yeah, to yeah. The, I was traveling to his first event. Mm-hmm. Didn't you go to the tournament before you traveled? No, no. I decided against uh, playing ten hours in a tournament, getting two hours of sleep, driving for six hours, then playing ten hours in a tournament. Oh, all right. What a baby. Well, I know. <laughs> You're right. I am a fucking pussy. I'm going to sound clip that guy. I'm being like, what's Jung and Stephanie Jane a pussy? Never. <laughs> All right. Well, Danny, um, All right. go first. Uh, yeah, sure. What do you um, got? So uh, two weekends ago, uh, right before the last podcast, right after the last podcast came out, um, I uh, I played in, uh, in our monthly ITC event here in Anchorage. Um, I played Harlequins. Well, actually, okay. So I played all three different Eldar races, but the majority of my army was Harlequins. Okay. Um, so I had like a, I, I took a lot of Haywire bikes because I thought that the, uh, the meta here was going to be pretty big thing heavy. Very night heavy. Yeah. Which ended up being relatively true or at least vehicle heavy. Right. Yeah. So I played against the first game I played against Deathwatch, uh, who had a Knights detachment. So the big knight with the Gatling cannon and rapid fire battle cannon, and then two Hellverons. Um, so I was able to like kind of casually kill the big knight <laughs> without like a ton of effort. Wow, into I it. mean, don't uh, he had a really bad keep it, keep it humble, Danny. Well, but, he uh, got well, no, well, but like I didn't shoot at it with very much to have it die. So like it felt like I and I I think I rolled pretty good. So it just died. Um, and I was able to do a bunch of stuff, and it it like th- the game went the entire the into like the entire game. So we played six turns, and then I ta- there was a tabling. I think, well, no, I tabled him turn five, so I finished him off. Um, uh, just to interrupt quickly, Dave. Uh, you are not ranked at all. Um, however, your daughter is three thousand seven hundred and third. I'm good. <laughs> Which would be. Above you in the rankings. <laughs> no, no. If I'm not ranked, you can't actually give me a number. I, you don't know where I would be. Uh, yes, yeah, no. You can't. Below everybody else below who actually else. tried. Nope. nope. Yeah. So in the world of Warhammer, <laughs> yeah. sorry, I'm scrolling hey, down here. You can't rank <laughs> me in professional football because I've never, I've never played it before. That's true. I could be uh, Tom Brady or uh, Aaron. Uh, you're five thousand eight hundred and fiftieth behind Jimmy Balmer. Damn it! I'm actually on the list. Jimmy Balmer? No, no, no. South Park? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Jimmy Balmer is 5,849th, so I would assume, because you're not on the list, you're 5,850th. Boom. Gotcha. Stats. So, uh, second game. Just happy to be on the board. Uh, I played, yeah, You're right. not on the board. I added you to the board. <laughs> uh, I played against... Uh, uh, sorry to interrupt. I'm no, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm 699th, which contains a 69 in it. So I can never be dispossessed away from six nine nine, because that makes me happy as a number. 
Good luck. Keep so you're just number. never going <laughs> to play anymore then? No, no. I just right. need to maintain my perfect score. So, okay. he's, so what he's going to do is wait until he drops and then bring himself back up. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. good. Perfect 69. I am 95th. You're 95th? Yeah. You got to be 69th. You were 90th earlier today. What happened? Oh, maybe I'm... I don't know. I looked at it. You're 95th. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, well, I mean, a bunch of tournaments got reported, and I only have four out of five events. So once I get like some more points from Ursa, like regardless, I'm going to go up a bunch of ranks. I think. So okay. we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm probably going to so, dip below the hundreds here, though, but until before that happens, because they still haven't reported ETC. So Mobrils is looking for an, a new third chair. If you know anybody <laughs> who's, who is above uh, the one hundreds, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, feel free. It's, it's, <laughs> It's a real freaking bad sign when out of 3,500 people, you're 95th. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't make the cuts. <laughs> All right. I'm still third in Demons, though, I think. I thought you moved up to second. No, no, I never made, I never quite made second. I was like two, I'm like two, or I was like three or four points below second place. All right. So so back on track. First, Sorry. first game was a complete tabling of the other guy, and you won, uh, and you took that down. So second game of the tournament. I played against a... Uh, uh, the only person in Alaska who's uh, ranked higher than me in the ITC, um, which is Rob Porter, and he had uh, uh, he had a like a, sh- a Talarn uh, command attachment with a little with the I don't know the Salamander vehicle or whatever that gives rerolls to hit for a super heavy and a shadow sword. Oh, the Trojan oh, support right. vehicle. Yeah, that's a Trojan support vehicle. So he had that and outflanking shadow sword, and some company commanders, uh, and then he had Adeptus Mechanicus. Uh, detachment with uh, three units of 15 electro priests um, that can infiltrate so they're all like starting like nine inches away from right. me or whatever and also some blood angels with some scouts and smash captains and stuff uh, anyway so I got first turn in that game which was really which was really good for me because I was able to basically because my army moves so fast because it's all mounted on like jet bikes and that kind of stuff I was able to basically fly around the board and kill I killed the one unit of priests that could threaten actually into my stuff and then his shadow sword came on and didn't really do very much to me because I don't have any tanks really. Um, and then I, and then I don't know. Anyway, I tabled him, uh, <laughs> on turn four, I think turn four, I think. Yeah. And then, uh, that, so my favorite part of this, of this game was turn one. He put his, uh, he put his general, uh, kind of like behind this building but it gave my rangers enough room to be within nine inches of him. So the rangers walked over seven inches, shot him the shuriken pistols, and then assaulted him and killed him. <laughs> <laughs> so it got rid of all, it got rid of a bunch of his command point regeneration, which was really nice. Nice. I was really happy about that. Um, and then uh, round three, I played against uh, one of our local Dark Eldar players um, who has a really tough list. It's kind of the cookie cutter, uh, flayed skull battalion, and then... Uh, uh, the Vect uh, spearhead with flyers and stuff. So uh, it was a really tough game and it lasted. Uh, it went five turns, I think, before, maybe four turns before we ran out of time. And neither of us really had very much left. He had a couple of flyers and some characters. Um, and I had like just little bits and pieces of squads and characters around. Um, so uh, I don't think I would have been tabled by turn six just because uh, I had... I had still a decent amount of models on the table. Anyway, uh, but it was really bloody, and I managed to win by, like, I don't know, eight points or something like that. So I ended up taking that tournament, which is great, because that was my first Harlequin tournament victory. Um, last time I got second place, so which pushed, which I think pushes me up to 
number five in Harlequins, which was pretty cool with two events. So this this tournament, uh, the tournament that John was supposed to attend that he decided not to, you took first in that. Yeah. So how how different do you think it would have been if John had actually showed up? I mean, I probably wouldn't have played against John. Yeah. I don't know. And it's not it's nothing to do with John's skill level. So John, I don't think... It, so the list that John was playing at that time, I don't know that it has... It I don't know the capacity fight. for like a big win, right? Like mm. like a blowout win. And I was getting thirty and forty points for my first couple of games, and then I got like sixty something points for my th- for my third game, or twenty twenty five points or twenty six points for my third game. I was like sixty points. I didn't think you could score that much. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Holy crap! Um, but I got a bunch of points the first two games, um, and so I I just I don't think we would have been paired up against each other unless he had also gone three and zero. But yeah. we had a good turnout for this one. It yeah. was yeah, it people. looked like it was good. Nineteen people. Yeah. I said, like with my list, I, when I win, it's mid twenties, and when I lose, it's mid twenties, and so, generally that's how so. It goes. I mean, but that's consistent, consistent yeah. right? Yeah, that's pretty good. So that was the the first tournament, yep. and then we got uh, then John played on a Sunday. Yeah, then John went on to, to oh, Fairbanks. Man, I did. I went on a weight game. He, he, no weight. He game. went north above the wall to uh, to the where the wildlings live, right? Yeah, so like uh, my wife and I had never really been to this town in our state, and it's kind of like the second biggest town in the state. So I'm like, yeah, well, we'll go up, uh, try and drum up some players to come down for our kind of major tournament we're having down here in a month or two months, sometime. Um, eventually, it's eventually. it's, it's, it's like literally one month away. Yeah, it's literally one month away. Yeah. Well, it's a little, it's a one month and a week, five weeks. Okay, five weeks away. Good. I have so much to do. Uh, <laughs> Hey, John. Um, but so it's kind of drum up some kind of player interest, kind of like kind of pop my face up there and kind of kind of help our community down here and, and you know, spread the love. Um, so I went up to play in that tournament up there. It was run by one of the local players um, off of the military base. Um, luckily, my wife has access to bases, so I was able to get on um, and play. Uh, and I, I learned some really important lessons that day. Okay. Um, my expectations of what a game of 40k should look like and what it should play like mm-hmm. is going to be different than other people's. And I know it's that's like true. a that's super true. weird thing to say, um, but you know, I showed up. There's not a huge amount of terrain on the tables. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, because uh, I know in our tournaments here, I'm used to like dense, dense terrain. Yeah. Um, I mean, usually one big one in the middle and a, a something two, on the side or two, two big two ones on the side, side walking yeah. in the middle stuff on the side kind of craters around to kind of like just ways that you can kind of mitigate a lot of stuff and like i tend to bring infantry heavy lists because i'm used to playing in a in a meta where we have a lot of scenery a lot of stuff i can move and hide around and kind of you know put stuff around so when i get there and i go to the to and i'm like hey you know any more terrains like oh, i don't want to put a lot of terrain out i'm like okay you know and i just again realizing that when you attend someone's event you're you know you're their house, their rules. Sure. And, yeah. and it's kind of something you got to play with. you got to remember when you travel, um, can I just have fun with it? Play by the rules. Don't get you know upset if it's not the 40K you know. Because especially if you're traveling something like Vegas, right? And you're going to play sure. 40K with like 700 people. Probably not going <laughs> yeah. to be the same 40K you play with your buddies. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah. I mean, there's a couple of little rules disputes here and there, you know, where I just I felt very strongly I was right. Maybe I could have handled myself a little bit better about one or two of those things. Um, but yeah, I was operating on about three hours of sleep. So 
Fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, I had a great time. Uh, met up with uh, one of our friends, Tim. I hadn't seen him in forever, so that was super uh, that's good. That's rad. Uh, met everybody, of, everybody knows Tim. Yeah, so. everybody yeah, knows, everyone Tim. knows Tim. Like the, uh, our Swedish like, listeners like, oh, Tim. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, if you've ever been on the competitive 40K page, you've seen Tim Hoopster's posts. Yeah. Or any, any single <laughs> yeah, faction yeah, page. Yeah, any, <laughs> yeah, for real. But, but yeah, he's, he's a great guy. Um, yeah, we love Tim. Yeah, we love Tim. Uh, there was some great barbecue that was provided for lunch. Ooh. The, the chairs were very comfortable. They have, I saw they had wheels. They had I was wheels. Very, um, I started I a trend gone. during a break. Of uh, just wheeling myself to the barbecue table, then wheeling back. Oh, good move. Um, yeah, yeah, smart. Super classy. But no, it was, like I said, I had a lot of fun. I met a lot of great people. And again, I'm like, just because it's not the way I play, doesn't mean it was bad. It just means it was different. Um, okay. The, the army's construction, well, I mean, you could tell by looking around kind of army construction, uh, armies were built as lists that don't usually deal with a lot of terrain, you know? So there was like uh, less infantry, kind of a lot of vehicles. I'm um, not having to worry kind of about movement and things like that or kind of fitting mm. in. So sure. that's kind of yeah. how, how that meta is. So, yeah, uh, it was kind of really good for me to think about, you know, how can I improve to the point where I'm just not focusing on my, my local kind of meta. Um, yeah. yeah where, you, <clears throat> where you kind of uh, keep your, keep your uh, build a list that can be flexible if you're traveling. You know what I mean? So something. Yeah. So if you're experiencing a lot of terrain or not a lot of terrain, and, and so you can have just a little bit that can do both. Yeah. yeah. Want, the well, there's a reason I bought twenty lists. dark reapers. Uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> the tournament was a reason I bought a lot of dark reapers. Uh, sure, John's, understandable. John's coming for you, Fairbanks. Well, what what was that? Okay, so it showed me really easily the faults with my list, uh, and like uh, you know, you said that I don't score super high on things like that, but I don't have a lot of. Um, high damage output sure well yeah and you don't give up a lot of points right right i don't give up a lot of points i think um the worst loss i had was like 30 which i think is the only time i've been scored that high against yeah um and that's um because like i had a hemlock that spent four turns shooting at a halberin and did not destroy it oh wow uh, you know like little things like that Wow, really? Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> invulnerable saves were rolled very well. Uh, you know, and, and so so there's things that went, but like I said, it's, it's a very good defensive list. And like I said, I, I've learned kind of a, a lot of things. So uh, it was a lot of fun and it was good meeting everyone. Um, I dropped by the comic shop, which is their um, Warhammer store up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that was a great store. And yeah. their display is beautiful. Like the way they organize all their 40K stuff as someone oh, from yeah, a retail really nice. background. Yeah, they do a good job. Really well done. He got a retail boner in the store. I, I really <laughs> I, I appreciate good displays. So I mean, like, if you go to like a lot of local comic shops, you just throw shit on the shelf. Be like 40K nerds, find it yourself. Yeah. Um, right. It was well, actually sectionalized, well laid out, kind of. Um, like new ones were front facing, but they were also kind of in line with their armies. So, yep. Yeah, nice. There's been retail talk with, with, with John. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that was Fairbanks, and then we all played. All played. And oh well, how did you do overall? Uh, Tell me about <laughs> it. I don't know. Like, uh, oh, okay. Oh, I do seventh or something like that. How did I do? Oh, I thought I thought you were talking about your Out scores. I was going to say, didn't you lose all three? No, I, I went one and two. One so and two. I lost my first game. Um, against really good, uh, it was a uh, essentially a wolfen, uh, and then an imperial knight detachment. So it was oh, two okay. big blocks of wolfen, uh, a big blob of um, wolf guard bikers, or you know, like the oh, really? ones, like nine or ten of those. Interesting. Um, huh. Two Helverins, a Calexis, and um, uh, two blobs of nine wolfen. Huh. 
Okay. So sounds disgusting. Yeah. Sounds like it could be rough. Yeah, well, it's, but it's the codex we, isn't out, so we don't actually know if it's truly no, it, rough. And or it not. was really well played. And like I said, I had some issues shooting out flyers. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so with the flyer shooting, I had issues like the wolf guard, uh, the wolf in getting across the table really quickly, and me not being able to like because usually when I'm playing against a close combat army or something like that, I'm going to try and funnel them so like not a lot of people can right. kind of get into space yeah. space from combat with me. Uh, and I just I couldn't do that. But and you, I didn't, you had an open plane that could just lope across like yeah, that. and I didn't adapt very well, and I had nothing to really answer the Kalexis with, and because a lot of my army is kind of like psychically based, uh, when you put him right in the middle of the table, he kind of shut me down. Um. So, yeah, that was rough. And then Carl, I played uh, turn two with his Tau. I did really well against his Tau. Yeah. Um, Tau, in general, as long as I stay more than 12 inches away from them, they have a tough time. Really tough time. Yeah. Um, Because they're hitting me on fives. Um, And I just stayed 12 inches away. Yeah. Okay. Um, And then my third game, I played against a Custodes list, um, which had like a little Imperial Guard battery. Yeah. uh, With Curves Aquila. Um, then it had a custodies detachment with it, like two four-man spear squads, a shield captain on the bike, a shield captain, um, six regular stoves, and then one of each of the forge roll grab tanks. Okay. okay. Huh. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I'd never played against them before. Did, um, how was the floating land raider? I destroyed it in one turn of shooting from Dire Avengers. Man. Freaking Dire Avengers. Those guys. Best Doom. anti-tank in the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, Dire Avengers, if I take them against infantry, complete trash. If I Doom a tank, that tank is dead. <laughs> oh, I remember Because if I wound I've you... I've seen that. Yeah, it's like, if I wound you, you're at minus three. But, yeah. That's true. Um, but, yeah, it was... Uh, Kind of like how all my games go, like super close first three turns, and then it all kind of falls apart for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, so uh, yeah, that, that he kind of pulled out a big win on that one as well. Uh, but yeah, it, it was a lot of fun, and then and then we all two, played, we all played Wake Up Narrative, guys. Uh, yeah. we played in a narrative tournament, yeah, a, a doubles narrative tournament, which a was a team uh, narrative tournament. Oh. Which, by the way, the most exciting thing that happened to me in the last two weeks relating to 40k is that the best coast pairing app lets me put emojis in as a name or team name. <laughs> I would have thought harder Thanks, about my best team coast. name. Yeah, yeah if I'd known. Coast for letting me have a, a, a letter B emoji. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I uh, Yeah. We, we were agonizing over what to call our name. My buddy Cody and I, we really? were like, what are we going to name our team? What are we going to name our team? And then we, in the end, we just went with Al, not in the face, please. You know, which, sure. Uh, oddly enough, uh, summarizes <laughs> our play at the tournament. Yeah, well, let's hear about it. So, uh, trying to do, put the tweaks and, and get everything going for our uh, doubles tournament list for LVO um, and tweaking stuff around. Uh, Cody ran a Pure Death Watch detachment. Um, uh, Vanguard is uh, Vanguard for elites, right? Spearhead? No, Vanguard. Vanguard, Vanguard, Vanguard is elite. Yeah. Um, so he had uh, a Redemptor Dreadnought. Two five-man squads of uh, deep-striking aggressors. Well, there was your mistake. You took a redemptive dreadnought. <laughs> oh, sorry. Casual fun event. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're plus, having fun, man. Plus, yeah. he has whatever models he has built. So that's what we, that we were factoring on that. And he okay. he bought more aggressors. So it was it was a toss-up between taking the redemptor and five more aggressors. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then a, um, a primaris watch captain, because um, not a master. Just have, the captain. Yeah, just the captain. Uh, and then a repulsor, because who doesn't like big floating shooting tanks? Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Um, so and then so I, I countered that because in the uh, in the LV, the way the LVO tournament works is uh, one warlord command points are shared. 
Oh, okay. So, that's cool. So I countered his not having command points by uh, taking a, a battalion of uh-huh. just pr- uh, Primaris to get us some command points. And then um, uh, some. Uh, then I, I last minute switched from having Hellblasters to uh, going with a full Imperial Knights detachment of uh, okay. two two Helverns and a uh, an Armager. A Warglaive. A Warglaive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry, a Warglaive. And, uh, and I thought that was, you know, I was just testing it out because we were just tweaking it and seeing sure. what we got to do. Grabbing the nipples, you know, see if it turns anybody on. Right, yeah, well, that, as you um, do. And uh, so we played our first game against uh, against some guys, um, the O'Donnells, uh, mm-hmm. great guys. Yep. Um, the narrative mission was for them to smuggle something off the board. They started in the middle and had to go one way uh, just off the edge of the board. Oh, okay. So we set up hiding behind all of the terrain uh, because we our meta has lots of terrain, so sure. they couldn't shoot us in the first turn. And so we stayed hidden. They moved, and we popped out. And or except for my uh, uh, my two Helverins, which uh, I watched Magnus go from zero to, to fuck uh, Helverins in uh, in about <laughs> five <laughs> dice rolls or something. Uh, and he blew one up. And then, on the first turn. On the first turn, yeah. Ooh. From and it was at the edge of the board. Like if I could have been further away, I would have. But he wouldn't. I don't think would have. Well, mattered. yeah, he's pretty fast when he gets warp time off. Yeah. He got everything off. It was crazy. Uh, so he they, got it, off. Yeah. And then I got the Helverin off the Let's board. Let's talk about that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I pull off. Uh, I, I, we pull out and start shooting. Uh, the repulsor lights it up. <laughs> you crazy shit on purpose. <laughs> Comedy is meant to be natural. <laughs> Oddly enough, actually wasn't on purpose. Yeah. So the repulsor uh, comes out of like hiding. your first kid. <laughs> and just and lights, lights Magnus up. Or nice. uh, what is he? He can lose ten wins before he goes down a profile, right? Uh, I think just. Uh, I think it's nine. Okay, but well, yeah, it's, it's got, close enough, right? He got, he got it lit up for uh, enough to not go down his first profile. Which, by the way, once Magnus goes down a profile, oh. he gets really screwed. Uh, the rest well, of the repulsor's guns wiped out the squad that was carrying the objective, so he had to get a new objective squad on there and keep it moving. And mm-hmm. the rest of the stuff basically stayed hidden, so that we couldn't get screwed up by uh, their four demon prince list. And, uh, and Tyranids. So it, it, it happened. The, the game progressed as, as it progressed along. Um, Cody deep strikes his aggressors in the backside mm-hmm. of, uh, because he had to take out the hive guard. Because I couldn't see the hive guard because the terrain was really line of sight blocking. Oh, okay. But you know what? Until the hive guard could see yeah, you. Yeah, they sure yeah. can. <laughs> they could. <laughs> no eyes, but doesn't matter. So uh, Their guns ever, have eyes. You ever watched a hive guard blow up a redemptor, which then takes out your repulsor when it explodes? Dude, I've seen bolters blow up a redemptor. Because <laughs> <laughs> I beautiful have. Model. Man, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Cody's redemptor took out his repulsor. <clears throat> oh, wait, it destroyed the whole tank? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Redemptor blew up, taking out the repulsor, which made us go, shit. Well, good game. Uh, But we didn't give up, so we kept uh, kept playing. The the aggressors uh, killed almost all of the hive guard, actually, with their shooting. Which was shooting. Was shooting. Okay. Oh yeah. No, they were at they were at almost max range when we dropped in because the way that they range stuff. I see. Um, And then he charged in and started punching termagants. Um, And so they kept next turn. They kept moving stuff across the board. Uh, Magnus takes out the other uh, Helverin. Um, my Warglaive charges over and uh, proceeds to die uh, because I suck at uh, at tactics apparently with uh, with baby knights. Okay, um, but we're still plinking away on the guys that are carrying the objective, knowing they have to get it off the board. Sure, 
um, and just just slowly working them down like do 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 they're not paying any attention to things this way we're going here um we ended up uh last turn of the game uh we killed the guys holding the objective oh and, nice and then they were like oh well we got this you know we're just gonna pick it up and run it in with the next guys cody moves his captain who also has the uh, beacon angelus and brings the last squad of rep- uh, aggressors boom back over to the objective <laughs> Which put out the nice. only, the only way they could win the game was to table us. Oh, and they went into hyper mode. With okay, five minutes left, thinking that they had. They were like, "Oh, we got this." It's like, "Boom, we got this." So five minutes left, they go into hyper mode and they're just throwing dice, going crazy, mm-hmm. killing stuff. Time ends, and we win by default. Because default. They, <laughs> default. Default. Because they didn't manage to roll the dice before time ended to oh, kill the man. unit of aggressors, which would have given them the win. Dang. So I feel bad that that's the way we won. But at the same token, woo, we won. <laughs> uh, and then we proceeded to play uh, teammates Taylor uh, and uh, and his his partner, Matt, who was running Black Templar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Taylor was running, uh, well, Death Watch. Yep. Uh, and proceeded to treat us like it was prison rules. Showed you how oh, Death Watch ran. Um, rough. Yeah. So well, we brought. Uh, we b- showed you prison rules narratively. <laughs> um, it's I, that, the second mission was the only one I actually didn't feel was was really balanced wise because mm. the deployment for side. Well, one side I'm going to heartily was, disagree I mean, when we talk about okay. the third mission. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, so we ended up getting just absolutely smoked. Uh, but, but a great like a great game. We were just having a good time and it was a blast. Good. Um, Cody was having fun, which was the most important thing for me in this tournament because yeah. I was like, eh, I don't have to have fun. People don't even like me. It's fine. As long as Cody has fun, <laughs> we'll still be gone for LVO. I won't be looking for a new doubles partner <laughs> right. yeah, after there you this go. tournament. Uh, so we lost that, and then we played against uh, Leon and Lee uh, for the final game, uh, which ended up in a tie. Okay. So uh, because it just put, we didn't really understand what we were doing with the narrative mission on that one. Uh, the moving of the objectives and getting off the board and the... Um, they like, didn't either at first, so it was it was like we're doing this. So it worked crap. out. Yeah. Uh, so it worked out. Uh, Lee brought eleven bajillion um, sniper, sniper drones. drones. At yeah. one point in time, Leon and I went outside to uh, to sit down in the cool air uh, while he was shooting <laughs> Cody. And when we came back inside, he was still rolling his dice because that's how many dice they have apparently. So uh, we ended up actually pretty good. tying with that game, which was awesome so cody and i finished one one and one the perfect 500 oh, wow and went uh sixth out of 13 Look perfectly balanced so top half i'll take yeah. it yeah by 0.5 yeah we had uh uh we had would've 13 two-man teams show up yeah would have been 26 players which yeah, would have been a good size tournament that's a really good it's really that's good bigger yeah. than like not 50 percent bigger but like almost a third bigger than our normal tournaments so mm-hmm. that's pretty good because we usually get about 18 yeah yeah, that the sounds about right. The lure of the narrative. I don't know that it, I think it was more the lure of getting your friend to play a game with you. Since like yeah, your well, partner was your partner doesn't play in the the regular tournaments and no, Cody definitely no. doesn't. Yeah. And, well, I don't, but I mean, yeah, that's true. I really should start, but you should. You should. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. Maybe you can so. come by and play sometime, dude. Mm. Maybe you move up to 3,499. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get on the board first. That is on that's, the board. That, 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 yeah. that's, that's on the board with zero point. You could show up, uh, pay, just, drop. But that's uh, you on that <laughs> If you guys want to see what we ran, you could you could find our lists on the uh, the BCP. App. Actually, you can't for that tournament because it's weird. Oh really? Oh really? So yeah, you submit all your lists individually, but as soon as the round start button hits, 
Um, all of the individual players are replaced by teams. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, is that why I didn't get any scores? Oh. Mm-hmm. That's why I figured I would well, be actually I don't be know. on the list. I don't know what happened with it there, but yeah, the, the lists aren't up there. But Danny, how was your uh, experience? You uh, so I had a good time. Um, I uh, I was going to team up with uh, with Josh, uh, and we were going to bring some some broke dick shit, but uh, that so kind of fell through. Yeah, it was fine. Um, and so so I brought the same list I was going to bring anyway, which was not like terrible. Like it's pretty balanced. Um, I brought uh, Knights and Skitari. So I had a Skitari battalion with a couple of Engine Seers and th- two squads of Rangers, one squad of Vanguard. And then I had a Knight Super Heavy Detachment with one Knight Gallant and two Armager Helverins. To balance out so you could still get the command points for it. And- right, so I have 11 command points for my Knights. And potentially, because I played House uh, uh, Tenaris. So my knight can get back up, which is pretty neat. Neat little trick. Anyway, my partner brought... Um, he likes to play with dreadnoughts. So he brought uh, a chaplain dreadnought, three venerable dreadnoughts, uh, and two mortise pattern dreadnoughts, and a tech marine. You're welcome, by the way. So, yeah, no, I actually, I played in a lot of team tournaments with Tyson before. I know, I know. So Regular we, buddy. We were going we were gonna, to... Uh, we were going to be just the tip, which is my typical team name. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we d- I decided uh, I didn't want to use that, so we went with Robot Squared, because we were all playing robots, right. which was cool. Uh, so Technically, the knight has a human pilot. Uh, Don't okay. you tell him how to forge his narrative. Whatever, dude. Maybe yours does. Mine doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Dick. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, first round. God, who do we play first round? Uh, oh no! Yeah, I know. We, we gotta we gotta buy. <laughs> no wonder I couldn't remember. Yeah, so we so the, for the first time ever in a local event, I've gotten a buy, which happens almost every single tournament, but I never seem to get picked. So this was my time, your time to shine. Yeah. So I we so we got a buy. So Tyson and I played a little game, just a warm up game, just to show him what my stuff did. Uh, was and, it screw uh, Tyson terribly over? Um. No, so my knight died to his chaplain dreadnought, and then didn't get back up even with a reroll. But then I shot all the rest of his stuff off with Helverins because they were they're good at killing dreadnoughts. They should be D three damage. <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't know, but whatever. Anyway, yeah, that's neither here nor there. What is here <laughs> is game two. In game two, we played against uh, Team Purple, which was the Dark Eldar player that I beat last time um, to win the tournament. Um, and again, kind of playing that that cookie cutter Dark Eldar list with uh, with the Venoms uh, and Agents of Vect and the the uh, uh, Ravagers, um, and then the other guy was playing a really cool list. Actually, um, he played a Destroyer Wing, so he had three units of six Destroyers and a, oh Necrons, right? Yeah, Necrons, okay. and then a uh, uh, Cryptech with the scarab cloak so we could fly around and hang out with them so they got better reanimation protocols we so we played them on probably what was the worst mission <laughs> we could play them <laughs> on which was kill points by actual points and so when they told us what the mission was they said it was kill points but they didn't say it was actual kill points so i probably wouldn't have tried quite as hard at the end had i known how far down we were but by kill points like straight up kill points we were winning we were winning the game, like, at the end of it. So I was really trying to push hard, but, like, no. So it was a game of attrition. Uh, some weird shit happened. My knight died to a Cavalier warrior stabbing it in the knee with a <laughs> with, with his little sword or dagger or whatever. 
probably a bayonet from his rifle. Anyway, um, and then uh, uh, what else happened? Uh, at the end of the game, all that was left was my tech priest engine seer. Um, but for the last two turns, there's like these big L-shaped walls, the Nova walls kind of, that uh, the, the Nova uses. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so we use those at our events uh, quite a lot. And uh, basically, a Venerable Dreadnought, a Mortis Pattern Dreadnought, his Tech Marine, and my Tech Priest all ran circles around this thing while avoiding line of sight from his destroyers. <laughs> so he couldn't actually, so they couldn't actually get to us, which was great. And then when they did get close, we assaulted them and killed a whole squad of destroyers, which was awesome. Um, <laughs> anyway, but we lost that one. Um, so which which was fine, like no big deal. It was it was it was a fun scenario. Um, I wish I would have been paying attention better, but I don't think it would have actually changed anything. I'm just mostly disappointed in myself for not for not realizing. Game three, we played against a couple of other folks. They were playing Knights and Mechanicus. Uh, so a bunch of Skatari guys and two Gallants and uh, an Armager Warglaive. Um, so this was pretty cool. My Knight went gangbusters in this mission. Um Tyson nailed, uh, my, my teammate's name was Tyson, his uh, his double las cannon, Mortis Pattern Dreadnought, did 12 wounds to one of the, gall- the gallants in one, one shooting phase. He rolled double sixes for both of, them that went, for both of those las cannons that went through. <laughs> Shit. And so my knight went in and polished off that gallant. And then the other gallant charged me, and I had taken the relic that gives my knight a 5-plus invulnerable save in close combat. So I... So I uh, I rotated ion shields because you can do that in combat. Right. Um, to up his invulnerable save to a four up, and he, I spent a command point reroll, but only took one of the four Reaper chainsword wounds on him. So wow. Then I punched his knight back and killed it <laughs> <laughs> with the power fist, and it blew up and killed a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> and then, so the best part was to me uh, at this at this event was getting a heroic intervention off that tied up two. Uh, uh, two uh, dune crawlers at once on either side of the long base of my knight because basically they, they kind of backed out of combat with him but they didn't move very far because there was a bunch of terrain and other stuff in the way and basically he couldn't get out of three so I just moved three straight forward and it put me within an inch of both of them <laughs> and so I death gripped one <laughs> and then I punched the other one to death so yep. Wait, uh, how can you punch it to death if you're holding it uh Dude, what, you've never you know seen what? that movie Maybe where you, you impaled him with the chainsword and no, then no. punched no, him. No, he could still thing. punch it to death. Haven't you ever seen a dude grab a, a roll of quarters to get better strength when they punch somebody? <laughs> that's, he just, he's using mob tactics. I was just him. thinking more. Technically, I think I did actually use the Reaper chainsword oh, to kill him. You hit a motherfucker with a knife. I'm not defending you ever that, again. That being said, I can see it where I grab one of them and hit the other one with it repeatedly. That, I mean, that fits with the death the death grip. Yeah, right. <laughs> Instead of being squeezed to death, you're being beaten against your friend to death. <laughs> so, yep. So, we finished... Uh, Robot Squared finished fourth. Fourth. Um, which was which was cool. It was... I'm, I'm glad we got to play a bunch of games and have fun with... And, and I got yeah. to have fun with my friends. So. Yeah, it was a super good day. Yeah, and John was there, too. Yeah, I was. Yeah, John also played. Man, we, we're just doing seamless transitions today. I'm very much a fan of this. Uh, so me and my friend Nate uh, teamed up. Uh, we uh, are traditionally uh, team uh, DAP or discussing abuse of power uh, because this kind of originated when we ran events and we ran a team tournament that we played in. 
And we made everyone do names. And we're like, we're discussing abuse of power because we will win uh, by abusing our power. Right, right. Which we lost every single game in that tournament <laughs> yeah. because we had a trash list yep. where it was like, shit, we have an odd number of players. What do you have in your car? <laughs> not not this time. Nope, yep. not this time. Uh, so Nate brought an Imperial Guard, Catechin uh, uh, Supreme Command. Uh, with a shadow sword, uh, two ca- company commanders, and a primary psyker, and then a imperial guard battalion um, with two mortar squads, um, three uh, infantry squads, and two company commanders, and a Trojan support vehicle, which was something I learned about this weekend. Oh um, my god! Yeah, so disgusting. That thing is busted. <laughs> So the little Trojan support vehicle from Forge World is pretty much a, a chimera. Um, yep, it's ballistic skill three plus though. Ballistic skill three plus, um, but you essentially just hide it within six inches of something, and you get to reroll all to hit rolls from that, which was gross. Bullshit. Because um, how many heavy, how many twin heavy bolters did this? Sort uh, of so have? it was uh, thirty bolter shots, heavy bolter shots total, and four las cannons, and four las cannons. And then the main shadow sword gun. And the big dick gun. The big dick gun. And man, did it do work. So in our first game, was against uh, a couple of uh, Eldar players. Uh, the the Monkai Slayers. Uh, okay. So I felt pretty right. safe as a non-Monkai. Oh, well, what did you bring? Uh, I brought Eldar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I brought my broke dick list to this <laughs> fun narrative thing. Um, I brought a, um Autark um, uh, with the fancy Shimmer Plume. I brought a Farseer, uh, three squads of five Dark Reapers, and two Wave Serpents. And that is exactly a thousand points when you give the Wave Serpent Spirit Stones nice. and another Shuriken Cannon. Um, but yeah, our first, uh, we were against a, a couple of Eldar players that had one big squad of Dark Reapers, a couple of Fire Prisms, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. Turns out, um, measuring from any point on a giant tank is pretty busted. So, when your fuel barrel has line of sight to a fire prism. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Oh, yeah, that giant tank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, uh, you're you not... gotta watch out for those fuel barrels, man. They're dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Unpredictable. Turn one, uh, Nate shot the shadow sword, re-rolling to hit because of the Trojan support vehicle. Um, he scored... F- uh, he rolled really fucking well. He scored something like 38 wounds. Oh. Or damage total on <laughs> oh, a, a fire prism. So um, they she, she gone. neat. They allowed um, teammates to um, kind of get the benefit from other people's psychic powers yeah. in this tournament, um, but it had to be like keyword and everything related. So my sure. farseer doomed another tank, and so thirty heavy bolter shots at strength five, re-rolling to hit, re-rolling to wound. <laughs> Is really freaking gross. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it um, is. So, yeah. And so, Danny and I brought totally fun lists to have a good day. Uh, John wanted to absolutely bend over and rape the... Uh, I bought Dark Creepers. I wanted to see how they worked. Apparently, <laughs> really fucking well. Yeah, super good. Super good. So, uh, we tabled our opponents turn three uh, <laughs> on that game. Um, but no, super good guys. Uh, well, they, we went next door and they bought our, they bought us lunch and a beer. Oh, that so was nice. That was really nice. Yeah, we, we, I was at the table right next to you guys and... It was just, it, everybody was just having fun, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. It was super good fun was had by all, which is super nice because I always like, like when, like about turn two in the game, me and Nate were like, maybe we should have taken different lists. And we're like, no, no, this is thematic to our team. Hold so, on. That doesn't so, sound right. It sounds like Nate was probably going, maybe we should have taken different lists. And you said, yeah, this is thematic no, to our no. team. 
I don't get to, I don't get to win games. This is enjoyable for me. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> so then, uh, so wait, hold on. I think I actually okay. understand how the scenario went down. Right, okay. how this game ended. Your opponents were like, "If you stop killing us right now, <laughs> we will take you over and buy you lunch and beers." No. And like, just stop, please stop. So, no, they they had an autark on a bike and a farseer left, and they're like, "Well, we lost." Um, and then we went next door for lunch, but because I talked to one of the guys about my sister-in-law's deck, and he's a contractor, he can write it off as a business expense. So nice. that's, that's where that came. Oh, so nice. it's exciting, you know, oh, good cool. old IRS tax code. Um, and then second round, we played against uh, one of our teammates, Dave uh, Lee, with his Tau and the sniper drones, mm-hmm. and then his um, his partner was shit. Why am I blanking on Lee this? On. Leon. That's why I'm Lees. blanking because yeah. it's the Lees. Lee and Leon. Lee and Leon. Leon was taking some Blood Angels. Um, mm-hmm. He took kind of like a, a, a smash a smash fucker uh, captain. He had some sanguinary guard, a unit of Hellblasters. And, and, um, he, he had the Primaris soup. Yeah, Primaris soup. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Lee took, yeah, 27 sniper drones, which turns out do 18 wounds to a single shadow sword in one turn of combat. That's it? Yeah. Um, yeah, which was still were pretty good. Hmm. Uh, enough to make uh, Nate a little worried. But then we proceeded to give Leon a break as our entire army shot at Lee. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think turn one, not a single thing of Leon's got shot or threatened or hurt. <laughs> but by the end of turn one, Lee had one sniper drone left. Um, and then I learned a move called the Roomba, uh, which I dubbed. Where the Roomba, I'd take my wave serpents... And I charge Tau with them. Yeah. I don't really suffer any wounds, or if I do, it's one or two. And then they're not good enough in combat to hurt my tank. Yep. And they don't get to shoot anymore. So after turn two, Lee had no sniper drones, and his entire army was locked up by two wave serpents. Wave serpents are really good at that. Um, yeah. So so the rest of his army, uh, Leon's stuff came down, like a Sanguinary Guard, all that other kind of stuff. But uh, we volcano cannoned his... Uh, <laughs> His uh, smash fucker. Uh, it, <laughs> Ouch! Yeah, well, damn, dude. <laughs> there was there was no other targets, and he'd um, adva- he'd uh, consult his sanguinary guard came down and, and took out the two mortar teams. Right then, he like consolidated towards the nearest enemy, which left his captain smash fucker right in front of a shadow sword. <laughs> oh, no. and there was like literally no other targets. Oops. So yeah, he took a lot of wounds. I'm sure he. And did. then round three. Oh man, this this round, and I know we're going long about gaming talk. Uh, well, this round right here is the one where mm. after you did what you did, that made me go, "Are we playing our mission wrong? How did they do that?" <laughs> so um, here here's how the narrative mission worked: is there was a point in the center of the board, uh, there was an objective uh, about the midline of the board on, on either d- side, dead center, uh, and there was an objective in each of our deployment zones. Two of them. Two of them. Um, you took the objective to the center of the board, and you could activate it, and whatever was it within eight inches of the center was beamed off the planet. Boom. And your points, the points you scored um, were one point for every point of stuff you have beamed off the planet. So like kind of a reverse kill point kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah. they were removed from the table. They were gone from play. And we're up against uh, Team Purple, like the team Danny played against with all the destroyers and all this other kind of crap. Um, so all we did was they got there on their first, they went first, they got all of their stuff to the center with an objective, ready to teleport stuff up. 
Um, all of my army was on two wave serpents, so I just pushed all my army to the center of the table. And I'm like, you guys can teleport now, but we're scoring 1,000 points. You guys are scoring 300. And uh, the Necron guy was like, yeah, we probably shouldn't do it. And his uh, his partner was like, no, we're doing, we're doing it. We got this. We got this. We got this. And all my stuff. So my army's gone. Turn one. I literally moved two models <laughs> and then peaced out. Um, and then Nate... Destroyers destroyed his shadow sword in one turn of shooting. Yeah. They will, so they will I was like, that. fuck. I was like, Nate, are we going to be Because I don't know. I don't know. So I go to the TO and I'm like, hey, um, what happens if you get tabled? He's like, the game ends immediately. I'm like, what about victory points? Just whatever the score is at that point. So I go to Nate. And I'm like, Nate, get tabled. And he's like, what? And so I walk away. And I'm like, if we get tabled, the game ends immediately. And uh, we are winning by 700 points. Yeah. So yeah. we proceeded to charge guardsmen into vehicles <laughs> because you have to fire overwatch or if you're in combat you have to attack that's true yeah we well, you don't have to fire Overwatch. well you you have to attack them in combat. yeah that's right? true no we oh no wait that was age of sigmar where i asked that that you could uh, step out you yeah did, no you 40k you, you have to you attack, have to attack back you're right they had funky mission rules where you got a bunch of mortal wounds if you stuck by the edge of the board so we kept all of our stuff by the edge of the board <laughs> We spent command points to re-roll morale tests from one to a six. <laughs> At this point, um, our opponents were like, wait, stop fucking shooting them. If they get tabled, they like... And at this point, we had three models in one squad and one company commander with one wound left. And they're like, don't shoot anything else. <laughs> But I'm like, at this point, we're like, Nate's just smiling at this point. He's like, okay, well, morale phase. Uh, I lost seven guys in this guard squad, so they're just dead. Um, and then started to, it's like, we going to do fire in my position for the company commander, which means he takes like D3 mortal wounds or something, so he's dead too. <laughs> Congrats, you tabled us. And we won uh, uh. by being tabled. Wow. Nice. Uh, good stuff. With an hour and ten left in the round. Yeah, you guys were like walking <laughs> around, strutting your stuff there. Oh, like... dude, I was so happy. And Nate's <laughs> like, I've never thrown a game before. Mike's fucking disgusting, isn't it? Does it feel good to win that <laughs> first, way? First person to ever throw a game to win yeah. a game. But I didn't well, throw the game because we, we won. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We just we we were we were tactically adequate in what we did. And yeah, so we came first in the tournament. We went three and Congrats, um, man. Thanks, man. It's yeah. good stuff. It felt a little dirty doing it by forcibly tabling ourselves. Um, but yeah, it was it was all kinds of good. But yeah, oh, uh, man. Ooh, so much tournament stuff. Let's uh, take a break yeah. and come back with some something a little bit more uh, lighthearted. If you're in the Anchorage area and need your hobby fix, head on down to Tier 1 Cards and Games. Whether it's 40K, X-Wing, Attack Wing, Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball, Pokemon, War Machine, Age of Sigmar, Malifor, or even Magic, the Gathering kind, not the Siegfried and Royd kind, Tier 1 Cards of Games has the space, the players, and products for you to build your forces and destroy your foes. Not in Alaska? Enjoy our snow, suckers. We've got none. And while you're stuck inside, check out Tier 1's live Twitch stream at www.twitch.tv forward slash Tier 1 Cards. Streaming ITC format, 40K starting at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on the last Saturday of every month. Oh, that's good. <sighs> Tasty. Mm. I don't even drink them. I just like pop in the cap. <laughs> the he pours them out on the floor. It's, it's really, it's really it's sticky in here. It's a really disgusting abuse. <laughs> yes, that's beer. beer. Yeah. Oh, D-A-B. I get it now. 
Uh, disgusting abuse of power. So, uh, hey, a little bit more lighthearted because, man, we talked about playing a lot yes, today. Yes, we sure yeah, did. Uh, we got to represent the Daves of the world who don't really play. Right. All right. What are we, what are we doing to represent me? <laughs> oh, I don't. It was your, um, your idea. I'm not going right, to so, steal it. You fucking so, do it. So, you got Jen. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> All right. So, we got Gen Con that just happened this uh, yeah. l- l- last weekend now. Yeah. So a weekend, a, yeah. yeah, happened. Uh, happened in coming August. to you from the future, from like the ten future. years from now, uh, where where GW unleashed a slew of board games, just an absolute butt ton of oh, board man. games. It's, it's amazing like, looking. It's like they, they um, hired a licensing manager, and that dude's just signing papers left right, and right. Yeah, right. Yeah, he must be so, making people happy. You got Wrath and Glory coming out, the RPG. Yep. Uh, there's. Um, I got my email uh, from that. It's coming September. Really? Oh, I'm like, nice. wow, that's a long way away. But yeah, okay. I thought Thanks. Were, I yeah. thought you were getting at the end of July. Okay. Me too. So, um, so we got we got Wrath and Glory. There's a, a <laughs> Hobbit board game that's coming out. Um, oh, yeah. I saw that. It looked cool. Um, uh, of course, Adeptus Titanicus is on the horizon. Mm. They, they talked about that. Um, like there is a the horizon. Munchkin 40K. Munchkin oh, 40K. Dude, I'm, I'm so stoked about that. that. Right. I it's, told my wife and she's like, well, we're getting that. I said, oh, great. You're like, oh, wait. You're, I your, wasn't asking. In your head, are you thinking informing. she's going to start to play Munchkin 40K and then maybe be like, hey, maybe I want to learn more about let's 40K. I mean, let's not let's not make wishes. Cart before the horse. Let's, right. That's uh, right. load up the wagon first. Uh, they've got a they got they got uh, Blitz Bowl, which is a short uh, Blood Bowl based game to help people learn. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stuff. I saw this. It looks, looks really like good. a small. Yep. Blood Bowl. Uh, just a small Blood Bowl. <laughs> it's like Arena game. Blood Bowl. Thanks. For European fans, that's inside cricket shit, whatever. I don't uh, even know sports. Wow. It looks like it's based Indoor off soccer. of these. <laughs> Indoor soccer. That works. Sorry. Well, I'm, uh, done. I'm yeah, done now. Go, I think go, it's go. Murder Ball, I think is what they call it over there in the UK. It's just girls with balls throwing at each other. It's terrible. Uh, I don't know. Um, that's at Thailand. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> wow yes thank you <laughs> oh you broke dave levity <laughs> oh my god uh, okay so Lovely. that's that let's wrap this show up yep that, I, don't know we're going. I, I don't think we can go up from there oh, i mean god. i think that was the high point john um, you've, you've nailed it i'm just gonna uh, stop talking I'm wow jesus uh, so we got Space Marine Adventures. Um, Just like Dave and those lady boys. Yeah, what? Nailed it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Keep up, Dave. Okay. Yeah, come on, dude. Space Marine Woo. Adventures. Space Marine Adventures. You got a couple of... Just flooding the market with board games. Right. So uh, I tasked the guys with finding out uh, what would be the next licensed game from GW to license out to anybody to make. So, uh, and being that I tasked them with that, I have some of my own here. Um uh, you guys remember Mystery Date from back in the day when you used to sit around with your girlfriends and, and try to get your dream date? Sit around with your girlfriends? Uh, no, I never played that game. That was marketed towards women, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's why I said you sat around playing it. Oh. oh okay. uh, all right, so... Uh, yeah, good sorry, burn. Wait, coming, wait, wait. Coming, coming, try, that, try that again. I won't edit it. Coming, t- <laughs> <laughs> coming soon to a Toys R Us near you, uh, Mystery Date 40K oh, too edition. soon. Jesus Christ. It's been a month, Dave. <laughs> it is for four. It is for two players. Uh, you get to play the role of a sister in battle in search of her emperor, asking questions of the three suitors, finally choosing one and hoping he's the one with the golden throne. Choose wrong, though, and you're burned at the stake as a heretic. Seems a little severe. Man, you've yeah. got you've got some good. It's for kids. Yeah. It, oh, okay. Is it? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Okay. I, I have one that, that was just recently decided. It's a Hungry Hungry Bloat Drones. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's just Hungry Hippos, but with a 40K sticker on it. <laughs> and also, because it's 40K models and not hippos, the game only costs $129.99. <laughs> it comes with fi- four finely sculpted and detailed <laughs> Citadel miniatures. <laughs> Citadel miniatures. That you, that produced are, in the finest fine cast. That you oh, can't God. remove from the base. It's going to break. <laughs> that is a horrible rumor. Uh, <laughs> that is not true. You're 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 right. You're right. Actually, I've had my fine cast is pretty durable. To uh, however, the yeah. mo- the balls are lead. <laughs> oh. They've got around to recasting those in fine cast yet. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> that's the best. Jesus. What you got, Danny? Uh, Danny, oh, what's going to be the next hit board? Game? Did you ever play the game Thin Ice? Oh yeah, yeah. Where you stack the marbles. I'm very familiar with it because yep. it was aimed at my gender. Well, Dave. <laughs> was that was that gender female? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> All right. Don't know, Dave. It's 2018. I'm not fucking saying that. Sorry, uh, sorry. I assume you're teenage gender. Daughter. All right. So uh, my idea for man, your your guys' ideas are like really well hashed out. Mine is well, not super good. I, I literally okay. Again, a little behind the curtain. I literally just Googled kids' board games. <laughs> I'm just spouting shit out as it comes into my head. I, I have a better version of what he had, so but it's not oh, going to be as funny because I didn't make the fine cast references. So. <laughs> Got him. All right. So yeah. uh, so Thin Ice, right? Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, this is called On Thin Ground. Oh. And you stack uh, Cadian models on top of a piece of paper um, until they break through and fall into a Moloch's mouth. Oh, that's good. Interesting. Yeah, that's a plastic kit, so that'll last a while. <laughs> it will. Both those things are plastic. Yeah, but eventually they're going to break. So, well, th- then it's time for replacement. That's all part of the strategy. Yep. Yep. So uh, I have uh, <clears throat> the next board game that you're going to see is going to actually be uh, aimed more at uh, adult gamers, uh, the Settlers of the Satan. Where you, uh, you and your Boo. friends play the. <laughs> Boo that man. <laughs> I think it's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good, yeah. Uh, where, you, where you and your, uh, your four friends, or if you buy the expansion, um, you can play up to five or six, uh, where you build the, try to build, build the biggest tombs for your followers to sleep in by trading sheep for skin uh, and, and souls. So uh, be the first to ten tears. Let your followers sleep to eternity. Losers get stored, get charted into crystals and scattered throughout the universe, never to be seen again. Wow. That's really That's excellent. pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. I like that a lot. Um, well, do I have a game for you? Um, it's like Operation, but instead of like the Operation table, mm-hmm. it's like the Golden Throne. Okay. <laughs> okay. Was it Save the Emperor? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So a like homunculus save, story? Save the oh. Emperor, Okay. So it's a picture of the Golden Throne, and the paper has all the right cutouts and everything like that. Okay. But there's literally no holes in the metal, so it's impossible to actually fix it um, or do anything with it. So you're just... Just shocking the shit out of yourself. Shocking the shit out of yourself. Because there's an electric shock component of it as well. So when you get it wrong, you get shocked because you know, you're nice. hurting your emperor. Um, so yeah, it's just operation, but you can't win and everyone dies. And in order to fire the game up and play it, you actually and have to sacrifice of- a thousand psychers to it. And, uh, a thousand double A batteries. Double A's. Oh, oh, they're representative of human souls. 
Yes. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Interesting. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Danny. All right. You've heard of Jumanji. Oh, I have. Oh, have wait, you are we heard original which? Robin Williams yeah. movie or the <laughs> or, remake or, or the remake so, with The Rock, which was surprisingly good. Both were excellent movies. Right. So I think we can both talk about Agreed. that a little bit. All right. Good. I'm glad we're we'll all save on the that, same page. Save that for our Jumanji-based podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Mob Rules reviews the Jumanji remake. No, no, no. It's a, it's it's a just, separate podcast it's, all about Jumanji. The animated yeah. series. <laughs> the, <laughs> the actual different board games. The right. six versions of them. The two different movies. And also Zatura or whatever. Zatura, the other one that oh, made yeah. the space one. That doesn't count. No, oh, that is God not canon. canon. That's not canon. All that and much more on Jumanji Talk. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's too bad we don't have jungle drums. That oh, would have made a lot of awesome. much better. No, no, I don't think I have that. All, All right. Well, thanks for the ragtime. Hey, you're welcome. Yeah. Anyway, from the makers of Jumanji, play Catachan. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it takes kids on a wonderful journey as they're teleported into the into the land of Catachan, where they have to face numerous numerous different uh, foes, like like the like an orc. Uh, <laughs> A rampaging herd of orcs and uh, an isolation of dark reapers. <laughs> <laughs> and the infamous Catachan uh, Devil. Ah, yes. <laughs> I'm completely an stealing an isolation of dark reapers. <laughs> oh, that's, that's really good. That's so good. I, I, that's amazing. Uh, yep, right. so that's my idea. Sorry. So, so uh I got, right, I got two more, uh, one of which uh, replicates John's. And, you know, I only tasked you guys with finding two, so you don't have to find any more if you don't want to. Uh, but I had Hungry Hungry Chaos Gods. Uh, the four, you get the, each one is designed in, uh, well, fine cast now, I guess. Okay. Uh, representation <coughs> of each greater demon. Uh, and you just try to eat the, the souls of the dead to uh, give yourself more power. Well, so three of the four greater demons are plastic now, Dave. So Slanesh is just fun cast and breaks. No, it's being kidnapped by. <laughs> oh by yeah, that's elves. right. It's just not there. Well, actually, so this particular Mario edition is just not there. He got kidnapped by Eldar, so it's just replaced by a bunch of it's... pissed off Eldar god faces that don't play. <laughs> There's actually an expansion called uh, None of the, the Horn God. Those mouth. Yeah, oh, the horn god. it could be the oh, Horn. Yeah. So you actually can yeah. take the head of the Slanesh. Uh, God off, remove and re- it, and replace it with the horned rat. Okay, so that you're still canon if you wanted to play Age of Sigmar because you think oh, 40K yeah, sure. Sucks. So, well, uh, but my last game, uh, I'm actually kind of proud of uh, Horus Heresy Stratego. Okay, uh, can that's you, one of my favorites, right? Yeah, can you find Alpharius before he completes his mission to kill the Emperor? <laughs> one player plays as loyalists, the other as the traitors. Who will be the ultimate winner in the end? We all know either way, it won't be mankind. <laughs> You know, both yeah. players have an Alpharius. That's the assassin, <laughs> that's right? The, that's, yeah. that's the best part. Is neither that both players think that they're uh, they're the bad guys. Yeah, they're, they're the, the, guys the, the yeah they're the All good right. guys. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys have heard of the classic board game Snakes and Ladders. Right? You mean shoots and ladders? Well, I've and, heard of snakes and airplanes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so listeners in the UK, <laughs> that's save that for our Samuel L. Jackson oh, yes, podcast. Sorry. Okay, a lot of listeners in the UK, you've heard of the classic game Snakes and Ladders. <laughs> Well, get ready I've heard for of the shoots and ladders. Is wait, that anything like shoots and ladders? It is exactly the same. Instead of shoots, so are you meaning to say? Sh- wait, 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 wait. Oh, so okay, you, yeah, wait, yeah, okay. Wait. UK talk here. In the let's talk about this. The game. Yeah. Right, so you're shooting snakes? Is that what you? No, just no, said? no. <laughs> snakes and ladders. I, I'm into are that. you sliding you down, slide the snake? down? Or do the snakes, snakes eat you? Well, it's it's implied that you're eating them pooped out, but you slide down the snakes. 
Dude, the British version is dark as yeah. fuck. That well, explains well, a lot about how Nottingham happened the way the, it did. Uh, <laughs> the 40K version, which is Snakes and Snakes, a Catechin kids game. <laughs> <laughs> you well, have to like, wrestle a snake before you, you yeah. can before you can drink mo- mother's milk. That's right. Mm. <laughs> mother's milk. <laughs> oh, man, uh, you've heard of Jenga, right? Yes. <laughs> So uh, this, no, this new <laughs> can you explain to me what this is? No, no. <laughs> well, get ready for the newest Warhammer for 40k licensed product, 40k Jenga. It's like Jenga, but it says 40k. <laughs> and it, it costs. No, I'm just. <laughs> and each block is a finely detailed <laughs> 17 part Citadel miniature. Oh God, I really loved just being partnered with GW for miniature. as long as we did. It was nice. <laughs> it, was it was nice, nice receiving some free stuff for a little it's, while. It's set oh, out of love. Man. It's out of love. Yeah. What What about um, Ticket to Ride? Oh no, Game of Life. Game of Life. Game of oh, Life. Oh yeah, Game of Cre- Life. Krieg Edition. Oh yeah, I oh. like that one. So yeah, just every space you die and you have to replace the driver. The game <laughs> lasts 14 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, but in order to win, you have to make it to the fifteenth hour. Right. Yeah, mm. that's right. Mm. So, so my original plan was just to save a bunch of games, and then they'd be like, "It's like like Connect Four, but it has Warhammer." What's the game with the crocodile dentist? I think that's actually called crocodile, crocodile dentist. dentist. Oh yeah. Okay. We how about orc dentist? Well, we were pulling the teeth a out. Banking uh, game. By yeah. the way, you know, it's like Monopoly. I, I would like to just <laughs> orc Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would just like to put a, put a disclaimer here right now. If any of these games show up on the shelves anytime in the near future, somebody is getting sued. Yeah, like, yeah. It's us. probably us, it's actually. Us. Because yeah. if they're appearing in the shelves, <laughs> for, le- for leaking confidence, <laughs> <laughs> violating our NDA. <laughs> Good thing we didn't mention 40K Guess Who. Yeah. Oh, John. Shit. <laughs> Son of a- Kill it. Kill the guest. Edit that out. That would just. Oh, okay. If there was like a 40K Guess Who, it would just devolve into argument. Because it'd be like, is it a loyalist or a traitor? <laughs> yes. 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 Is it a dark angel? <laughs> uh, is oh, it the lion? Damn yeah. it. Right. He always wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, that actually be pretty yeah. I'm going to make a 40k uh, guess who, because I feel that would be pretty fun. Well, good luck with that. Yeah. 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 It's just a lot of Photoshopping, which is fine, because I have hours of video rendering to watch not happen. Uh <laughs> I keep on complaining, but I do enjoy it. It's super good. Um, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's you bitch about it. You're like, oh, I got to do that editing. And then afterwards, he's smiling. And he's like, man, I spent so much time editing. Yeah. I feel so good about this. Very satisfying. Yeah, and then the audio is messed up. But none of us realize it until somebody goes, hey, is the audio messed up? And we go, oh. no, it's fine. And then Shit. I load it up again in my editor. And I see it's messed up. So there's two audio tracks. So I delete the one audio track completely. I export it again. But the audio track reappears again. And at that point, I'm like, well, fuck it. Yep. Well, weird. Weird. So. Uh, but yeah, no, I bitch a lot, but I enjoy it. Generally, if I bitch a lot about something, I really enjoy it. So, yeah. It's those psychers you've turned into batteries. My, my yeah. Secret. <laughs> yeah. The, the game of operation. Right. Yeah, fix the golden throne. Mm. It doesn't Ooh. work. That could be a good homunculus game, too. I think that game was actually written by uh, Chris Wright, right? Bar- barrel of grotesques, <laughs> like instead of a barrel of monkeys. Oh, barrel of hormigons, dude. <laughs> That's uh, it's actually that just the hormigon models. <laughs> they don't have to do anything. Oh, there's no way to stick together. Still the original fine cast ones, though. Hormigons were never fine. Okay. They, they were metal. The metal. Yeah. Ones. Oh, oh metal. my god! You the know metal those ones. metal ones were really cool. I like. They almost got me to play Tyranids when I was like twelve. But then you realized the the point cost meant you'd have to buy. Oh my god! Of can you imagine ones? how many I would have to buy? It's like, insane. So I bought a squad of like metal twelve. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the old actual plastic 
uh, Tyranid um, warriors. Yeah, they look like ants, like really weird. I still those I still like the way those look. My I'm, oh. favorite old school nid. No, no, I'm just is the, from the game. The old school zoanthrope, where it had the, the warrior one. body, pretty oh, much. Oh yeah, and yeah, he was cool. Brain. He was cool. I, I liked, liked him. him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Screamer Killer has always has always been yeah, a classic. No, the, right? the old, the old oh, Metal yeah. Screamer Killer. That's, that's where it's awesome. at. It's mm. best. All right. Uh, so but this right. has been uh, yeah. Mob Rules Tyranids, and uh, thanks for joining <laughs> us. Uh, we're going to go record a Jumanji uh, podcast. We're going to be yeah. right back. Earl Hagen was a legend. In 1960, he whistled his way into Hollywood and into our hearts. Decades later, he made a comeback lending those lustrous lips in the 1980s to such bands as the Scorpions, Guns N' Roses, and Pat Benatar. A half century after his humble beginnings, he's at it again. This time without cumbersome musical accompaniment, he'll have you wetting your whistle and whistling along. His new album, Earl Whistles Disney, is sure to be a hit with all generations. Order now and receive a bonus album, Earl Whistles More Shit, a collection of previously unreleased material of Earl's favorite songs through the years. On this bonus album, he demonstrates his newly mastered technique of inward whistling. Order yours today on compact disc or double-length cassette. Also available at fine retailers such as Walgreens, CVS, and participating Sam Goody stores. Earl Whistles Disney. Buy it today. Oh man! You know what my favorite part about that ad is is the fact that it's just Peter from NGC 40K talking, and then we have Danny doing all of the whistling. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, what's okay? So Peter made that ad for us for like forever ago, and I have like tons of other ads. But the reason, so what we started doing is like I, you know, commissar and demand silence during ads so that I can't mistakenly forget to cut shit out. Um, <laughs> right, because we want to make our listeners happy. Right, right, right. But um, I play it every time because it just devolves into the three of us sitting trying to make the other laugh into the microphone <laughs> over the super <laughs> shit. Like that term, I pulled out a lighter and started swaying side to side. <laughs> Danny started like just like fake whistling, fake whistling. It's into called the mic. It's called uh, lip whistling. I don't know if you've heard. I think it's you like lip syncing, like but with whistling. With whistling. <laughs> and then Dave ruined it and spoke into the mic. Yeah. Yep. 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 He tried to whistle, actually whistle, but he couldn't do inward whistling. <laughs> I, I actually, also, Sam I, Goody store, dude. Jeez. Yeah, it's a great reference. <laughs> I will uh, play that ad until the day I die. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. Enjoy it. So, um, um, yeah. So this is be kind of like a, a hotspot episode. I, I really want to touch on like super quick. Um, thank you, GW, for this break in uh, my spending schedule. Um, with Kill Team fully out, pretty much. Uh, with Age of Sigmar 2.0 fully out, with all of the codexes fully yeah. out. We have like a month break. Well, maybe like a two-week break because Titanic God, is. yeah. <laughs> but we were looking at this and we're like, what are we oh. going to talk about today? And I was like, well, you know, we have all that tournament stuff. And Dave had the great idea about the games. But I was like, nothing came out this week. And we were like, yeah, that's super good. Um, yeah. It, it was nice. Yeah, it's really nice. <laughs> well, I mean, stuff came out. Though. I was able to get almost caught up on any. On stuff. I I have unspent credit at the store because when I was there, there was nothing I wanted to buy. I also and I was in a weird situation. You didn't want a black coach. I really want a black coach, but I can't justify <laughs> a black coach. Would, 
That's we, that's the hard point. We, we here. swore that we would never talk about GW's pricing model on the black coach because it angers all of us. Oh, I think it's it's okay. fair. It's fair. I'm. It's I, I, I will not complain about that kit even one bit. Mm. Well, have it's you so built, tried building it yet? No. Well, then you don't make that promise because no, I'm, it'll be fine. It's plastic. How hard can it be? I'm going to buy you one now just out of spite Sweet. and make you sit there and build it in front okay, of me. Okay, cool, dude. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Tim, Tim, when you're listening to this, I need half the price of a uh, black coat added to my account <laughs> so I can buy it for um, Oh, I'm going to do one more voicemail before we go. Okay. Um, it's from the same guy. Uh, he called us a couple times this week here. Oh, man. It's a nice We've got little, one solid listener. A little quick question. Yeah, I'm really glad. Hey guys, I uh, just want to say that I'm really glad to hear that Dave got his sled dogs back and that it was just a big misunderstanding, kind of like his ability to win kill team games. Oh, Jesus. But uh, I've got a real question here, and it's when did you guys get started in 40K or the wargaming hobby and how? Thanks, well, we don't and, have time uh, to answer keep that. Keep up the good work. Oh, mine's pretty easy. Yeah, it's. I, I don't think he's wanting like a, a step-by-step recount of the day. That's good because I'm old enough that I couldn't tell you. The re- oh, no, I can't. I know. Exactly so it was a balmy was. day in early July of 1986. Young Dave and his friend Donovan were taken to the hobby store. With you were dad. young in 1986. <laughs> <laughs> I was you were lo- like 25. I was younger than I am now. <laughs> uh, we, we went up to the hobby store and, uh, and they had White Dwarf. And, oh, okay. And so we picked up White Dwarf and they had these weird models that, you know, in blister packs. And I said... Dad, can we get these? Uh, he said, what are they? And I said, I don't know, dudes with guns. So we bought a, uh, a pack of squats. Nice. Um, which I still have. And uh, and went home and started reading stuff and went, what is this, this these games in here? And so that was the uh, the journey that started us. Nice. Way back when. Nice. Danny, what's yours? So uh, very similar to Dave's. I walked into my local hobby store. Um, and this was probably... Let's see, I was 12, so it must have been 1995. Like 2005 or something like that, right? 1995, oh, okay. So <clears throat> um, we walked in, and they had, like, I was interested in looking at some D&D books and stuff like that because uh, that's what I really wanted to. Anyway, so we walk in, and uh, they had reset up a whole big display behind the glass counter of all the Warhammer Fantasy Army books. And so oh. they had like with the with the awesome covers in fifth mm, edition. So yeah. they had like the dark elves and the high elves and like all these different like super cool artworks. And I had been familiar with Warhammer through the role playing game before, but not like through the game. And then they had the entire wall back wall was all like blister packs. And so I was super interested and I asked a bunch of questions. And they Games Workshop used to send hobby sh- hobby stores these catalogs that showed all of their miniatures and they yep. would give them out for free. The catalogs, not yeah, the miniatures. The catalogs, yeah. And so, of course, we didn't have money to buy an army book, right? So the guy behind the counter was nice enough to get us hooked on, on some, on some shit. This is Mark Lawrence. Anyway, he handed me uh, the catalog, and uh, I took it home and like obsessed over it for like a million years and circled the things that I wanted, you know, like a kid does. And because uh, I was some somehow still doing that at twelve. Anyway, so we were. Uh, <laughs> So I went back and eventually we're buying little blisters and stuff like that. But it was the covers on the army books that looked so cool made me want them, like made me want to play that and be interested in the game. Nice. Yep. Um, I walked by the GW store in Aberdeen, Scotland. And in this store, 
man, I still remember that store's layout, like to the shelf. Um, but in the store in the corner, so like they had the door, and then in the corner there was like glass you could see, and they had a kind of a standing glass cabinet which rotated around. Okay. And I was kind of walking by, and it was super busy. And I look in, and they have the, I believe it was the Egret Ben Horseman uh, fantasy oh, model. Oh, man. That oh. model back yeah. in the day was, yeah. like, the coolest thing. So, like, fully painted up. It looked great. It was just, I was like, oh, man. So I wanted to go in and have a look. So I go in, and, of course, this is the GW. You had, like, three, four people staff in the store there. Sure. And I talked to two guys called Jake and Dave, who, like, I still, like, I was 12. So it was, like, 95 yeah. at the time. But, yeah, Jake and Dave. Talked to me about it. She gave me a demo game. Whoa. Well, oh, I, snap. And, and I'm like, oh, I beat them. Oh, shit. I beat this guy. He's been playing for years. <laughs> Wink. Um, and then I got, I, uh, my, my mom let me get a starter Citadel paint set with two push with plastic Marines. Nice. And then that was kind of my start into it there. And I just kind of kept going back to more. Like, I, like my teen years at that GW Aberdeen store were just like, Oh man, all the time. Nice. To the point where I'm like, I'm sad I don't have a local GW, but I'm happy my models are cheaper. Yeah. So, so quick question. Yeah. Uh, in where you learned your uh, your love of GW, you fell in love with it. Is that store still in existence? So they have a store in the same town. It's no longer in the same location. But it's it's still technically in existence. It's still technically in existence. I know that because I sent my parents into Aberdeen to buy event exclusive models for GW store, like the uh, oh man, the Medicaid uh, and a couple right. other ones. Are you gonna send them in to get that Nighthawk model on their uh, birthday? Dave was very nice, and he has one on the way for me. You son of a bitch! Mm. <laughs> yeah. Do um, that. I, the the store birthday hasn't happened yet. It's in the middle of August. If you if you want me to get one for, for the you, birthday. Ooh. Mm. if you need one as well, I, I've got a dealer. I mean, yeah, dude, I'll All give right. you, I'll, I'll I'll hook you up. So I'll make it worth your while. What about I'll what about your, your hobby store? Uh, no, my hobby store actually closed down last year after over thirty years of business. So, which is which I actually ended up working there later on. Uh, well, you had to find a way to pay for your models. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the, yeah, the, the the employee discount was very was very good. Uh, my uh, my hobby store that I, I went to uh, is now actually a uh, a pot dispensary. So uh, oh, so yeah, that's um, so you can continue to get your hobby needs. Yeah, I can get what I need both ways. Work with my glaucoma and my arthritis. It's your, awesome. Your tension. Shout yeah, out to from Dankridge. assembling. <laughs> Like your your tension from assembling fine fine cast models, yeah. Um, but yeah no like I said I just man I really miss like a good solid GW store I'm kind of I mean I understand why they went to the one man model yeah um, financially it makes makes way more sense but like like to the point where I can remember the names and of every single member of staff from GW uh, their store from ninety five to ninety seven and the fact that like shit like twenty five years later I'm still playing the games I think goes to the way the business model ran in the mid 90s yeah uh, but you know they're not they're not hurting with the model they got going on right now in fact some of the some of the stuff that they do in their GW stores uh, the way that they have uh, set up to to get new people in like you said they actually have giveaways to our uh, the model the push fit models are, are given away mm -hmm. and there you paint them there and then you Get to, your kids get to you know how I used you. to spend my Saturdays when I was a teen besides was, furiously masturbating yeah well obviously besides furiously <laughs> masturbating that was my mornings um, but the afternoons um, my, my mom would go shopping in town and she would drop me off at the GW store 
and get me like a little box of miniatures and I would sit and paint at the GW store oh, using like man. GW's paint having like the best painter at that store was Dave um, yeah. he would tell me obviously I have, um, he would tell me kind of like things to do and kind of critique my stuff and it was like kind of like a really cool little like hang on I mean obviously they got a little pissed off that their store was treated as a daycare a lot but you know well my parents, I don't know if they did I mean, it, maybe they maybe they did. They my, probably well, better. My parents bought but, stuff for me to do while I was there, so yeah. that was a little better. But yeah, you that does make a little bit better, right? Um, then then it is a little, but yeah, it was it was super super good. Yeah. So, so yeah, that, that's my answer. Um, Dave, what you got to plug? Uh, I don't have anything to plug other than uh, just uh, friendly local game stores. Let's let's go with friendly local. Yeah, game stores you know in what? General. I'm going to second that. Like um, that's so that's so, so important. So you've heard our stories of how we fell in love with what, uh, what what brought us all here to this table, and technically has brought you guys here to listen, unless you're my mom, in which case, thanks, mom. The uh, <coughs> three listeners. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if it hadn't been for those stores, like Danny said, he went out of business. Now they they went out of business of, uh, because they 30 years and they wanted to the owner retired. Yeah, because they wanted to stop, and my store closed down because they moved they don't actually even do gw anymore they haven't right. in a very long time uh and your store is still open but go in and support those guys go for if, sure if you go in there you know and to hang out and play games it, it, buy something even if it's just you know something cheap a couple pots of paint you know just a monster energy drink something do, like that do do something to support them so yeah. that they can keep supporting you and your hobby that has always been kind of my like and having worked in in various hobby stores, like over the course of going to college and then uh, like like part-time work for a really long time and being a manager at a store and that kind of stuff. These stores become kind of the focal point of your community. And so it is really important to support them because if you're not able, if they're not able to support the community in a meaningful way, either through prize support at a tournament or giving people a place to play, you're never going to have new people join, enter the hobby and the hobby will never get any bigger or it'll always shrink even if it just stays the same size you still need new people because people right. get out right so it, it's critical that you have that you support the places in, in your local local environment yeah hey how did you guys get in the hobby add us on twitter or uh call the uh the voicemail leave us yeah. a message let me know how yeah. you got it i'm always interested in those stories uh 702-551-6946 uh would be the number to call let us know how you got in the hobby at um, leave the hashtag Dave sucks ass and let us know how you got in the hobby on Twitter. <laughs> can, we, can it just be Dave sucks? No, no, it's no. That was for voting. That for was for voting for army list. For army list, which nobody put up a thing on. So. Oh, so I win by default. I did. Default. I did. Default. I did see some Dave sucks hashtags. So let's tabulate up the results and we'll report on it next week. Sounds good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I have nothing really to plug. Um, well, then just just thank you, thank you. Oh yeah, thank you um, for all of our new subscribers to our YouTube channel. We've had an influx in the past couple. Of awesome, weeks. yeah. So yeah, thank you for subscribing. Yeah. Again, uh, uh, we love some constructive criticism. Let us know what we're doing great, what you'd like to see, what you wouldn't like to see. Do you want to see us play forty k with fucking croupier sticks and weird stuff like that? Or well, too fucking bad. We're doing. We're, it. we're doing that because I've invested <laughs> in the material. Awesome. Go ahead and go ahead and stay away from the channel for a couple of weeks, <laughs> and then you, you won't have to watch it. But that's um, happening. But yeah, let us know what you want to see. Uh, at this point, we're kind of making videos, and it's, it's, it seems to be like standard videos. Like, hey, battle reports. Hey, painting rights. What do you want to see? We're pretty much down to do anything moderately legal, and if it's not that legal, we'll make Dave do it. Yep, because he's always up for anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Danger Dave. I'm, I'm like the fucking kid from the Life Cereal. Except you're very old. <laughs> That's like, so is the kid from Life Cereal. <laughs> what is that kid's name? 
his name? Mikey. Oh, yeah. Mikey likes it. Was yeah. Dave. Oh, Mikey Davey likes, likes it. it. Davey likes <laughs> oh well i think that's a good place to end uh for mob rules i've been john i've been dave i've been danny and i will edit that so it sounds better I just want to know when John's going to stop being such a big fucking chicken and get in one of these bat wraps.